Welcome to the Brand Marketing Podcast, where we talk to local superheroes and hear how they got their start, overcame obstacles, and used social media to achieve their marketing goals. Here's this week's episode. Hi, right, welcome to the Brand Marketing Podcast. My name is Cass Thompson, and tonight we have on the Philip Bridges. What's going on, Philip? What's up, guys? How you doing? Everything's all good, man. It's been a, it's been a while, and I'm calling you Philip, but uh, I go back uh, with you as Phil. So, what do you prefer for the audience, Phil? Philip? Does it matter? Yeah, man. Everybody calls me Phil. You know me, so call oh, me. There Phil. you go. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> so, what what have you been up to these days? I see that you're in real estate. You're traveling more. Uh, we do have the Emerging 100 of Atlanta. I want to get into all of it, um, but you know, what's keeping you busy? Did I miss anything? No, no, man. You're right on point. So, I mean, yeah, I'm definitely a real estate agent. Uh, I've been doing it for five years now. I've been active for four. Um, worked on a couple of teams, been pretty successful. Um, you know, being with the Emerging 100 has been great, too, being able to help the young black youth here in Atlanta. Um, we have a lot of great missions. We connect with Google, Microsoft, Delta. Um, it really span that community work for our black youth. Um, nice, outside nice. of that, man, you know, I do got a resume business. Um, I do that okay. as well. Uh, and traveling is, is guaranteed. That's my outlet, you know, to gotcha. get free. Yeah, so let's jump into all that because I want to hear all about it. And one of the things that we do is we try to help as many entrepreneurs and small business owners online. And having more than one stream of income, nothing wrong with that. And sometimes it's it's a battle in regards to just balancing everything, but it looks like you have it all under control. And even if you don't, like I said, it appears that you have it all under control. <laughs> so we're going to just walk through some of the tactics and the things that you use uh, to just keep a level head. So let's start off with the Emerging 100. I'm excited about this one. looks like you're helping, um, you know, black men across Atlanta and mentoring. So talk to us a little bit about uh, the purpose there and the mission. Okay, okay. So just to let everybody know, because a lot of people don't, this weird thing is an auxiliary group for the 100 black men, right? Okay. Which is, you know, a major organization that goes back to the late 80s. So uh, a lot of our mission is to help the young black youth to get scholarships, get into internships. We like to pay a lot of attention to our black men or youth uh, because obviously there's a lot going on. You have single parent households, gangs, right. violence that we keep them in, that they get into. So we try to, you know, keep them out of that. Uh, we partner with Best Academy, which is a uh, charter school here in Southwest Atlanta. And that right. way we tackle career development, uh, character development, um, we got their graduation coming up. So we got graduation oh, nice. gifts. We're taking them out. So that's a big part of it. Right. And then we deal with several colleges here in Atlanta. Um, and that way we work on getting them into internships, learning about life after college, um, you know, becoming a young professional. So we span into all of that while also fundraising to make sure we can offer scholarships from our own organization. Awesome. Awesome. So how did you guys get Well, not how did you guys, but how did you get involved with them? Did they find you? Uh, how did this, uh, you know, marriage come to be? Um, great question. So one of my great friends from college, he joined back in 2015, and he's went on to do things with 100 Black men. And he was like, Phil, you're doing so many great things, and I have a passion for helping our youth. He said, you'd be great. So he actually referred me in. I interviewed, um, and they were happy right. to have me. So I'm just glad to be a part of the emerging. Yeah, now it, it seems like I said, I use the word marriage, and I use that word on purpose because it seems like, um, just like he said, you'd, you'd be a perfect fit for something like that. You know, as a black man myself, I try to make sure that I'm helping anybody that comes up under me and it could just be one year younger than me. Right. I still try to, you know, mentor as many people as possible and show them the path because, uh, you know, we have struggles, you know, as it is. And as a man, you know, we want to compound those struggles. Then as a black man, there's even more struggles. Right. And sometimes if I had, 
to go back to talk to my younger self. Like I wish I had somebody older to talk to, you know, outside of my father or my big brothers, um, somebody that was along the same path that I was on just to kind of vibe with and, and check in on me sometimes. So love what you're doing there. Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about real estate. So that had uh, surprised me a little bit. Surprised and not surprised because there's a lot of opportunities with real estate, especially in the Atlanta area. But how did you get, um, you know, sucked into the to the real estate game? Um, the main thing, to be honest, man, and transparent is I wanted another yeah. stream of income. Um, so back when I was, you know, working corporate, I was like, hey, like this is cool making good money, but I want another stream. Right. So I have a real passion for helping people. I obviously been an emerging. And I was like, real estate will bridge that gap. So I took the test, got my license. And the funny thing is I had a client straight out of the gate um, that nice. I played basketball with. And nice. once I was able to help him get equity out of his home and then purchase a new home and how excited they were, I said, oh, yeah. I could do this every day. Yeah. Um, so I joined a great team. I joined the Taking the Town team with Terrence Stevens. And nice. he was my mentor and kind of got me started on the path. So he taught me everything I know. And as we learned to deal with clients and, you know, from our long history of work, you know, customer right. services, key to everything. Um, so just being able to help people get into homes and to find out even in our own black community, a lot of people don't yep. know that they're ready to buy homes and right. have everything they need, but they think it's such a rigorous process, right? Um, so that was kind of my passion. Then I have a true passion to help build out communities, to help our community as far as the black side of it. So um, it's just, it's a touch on everything. And as you know, um, or people out there don't know, you know, real estate and insurance are the two best ways to become a millionaire here in the United States. So right. if you really want to grab income, if, if it's not broke, don't fix it. If, if other millionaires have done it, why can't I do it? So that's the, I guess, the right. financial piece, but the main piece is helping people and bridging that gap for our community to get more real estate. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So uh, as you answer that question, you hit on three or four things that have come up, you know, already twice in this podcast and I want to tap into them. So you use the word passion. You talked about helping other people, right? You talked about community, um, but you also use the word mentor twice, right? So, um, you know, your brother or partner kind of helped you out with, you know, emerging 100. Then you had a mentor over at the real estate. So how important is it for you throughout the many things that you're doing, entrepreneurial, you know, spiritual, physical, just in your life as an entrepreneur, how important is mentorship to you? Oh, I mean, it's probably right up there next to work ethic and, and actually taking right. action on what you want to do, right? Because you can read a book, you can learn and grow the experience and make mistakes over a long period of time. Or, you right. know, you can have somebody kind of negate that for you by showing you what they've done, how they've been successful. And I'm just a big believer, man. Nobody came in this game or anything that you do, any industry on your own. So it's always good to have somebody strong, you know, that you can rely on, get feedback right. and just minimize the mistakes. So anything I go into, I always try to get a mentor or somebody who can, you know, help guide me until I get to the level of independence. Yeah, now nah, great answer, man. I love it. I'm a big proponent of mentors, too. I think, um, like you said, anything you can do to negate or just come up with shortcuts or avoid struggles, obstacles that other people have gone through. Um, if you're offering it and it's a good relationship, why not take it? Um, so along the lines of struggles and obstacles, you know, you started out your real estate career right out of the gate. You know, you had that first client. Um, but as you transitioned, what are some obstacles that you ran into and how did you overcome them? And are you still overcoming them? They don't stop just because you make a few <laughs> sales now. But uh, yeah, yeah. I would say well, the, the main one? obstacle is yeah, the main one. 
Now, I was going to say, uh, yeah, just the main one, because it sounds like there's a lot of them. Every time I talk to real estate agents, they're like, oh, boy, my head is about to bust with all the problems I got. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm like, yeah, but I'll tackle the main one. So the main one coming yeah. from a corporate background to entrepreneurship, yeah. as you may know yourself, is you work nine yeah. to five. You can do a lot of work or do a little work. And that same check is coming every two weeks. You're unemployed in real estate until you close a deal. Right. So right. the main obstacle was after I got that first client, I'm like, oh, man, I'm just going to keep getting fed clients because I'm going to keep making money like a corporate job. But then it slowed up tremendously. And it was to the point where, OK, well, how do I get more clients? How do I keep, you know, filling this gap of, you know, bridging uh, my talents in real estate? And it was a struggle, but you, I had to figure out how to get new leads, how to, you know, build those relationships I already have to be interested. Um, and a big component for me was putting myself out there, right? Being on social media, letting people know what I did. I was kind of, used, I'm a private person. So it's like, right. I'm great at what I do, but I don't want to shout it out to the whole world. Just, I'm a low key right. guy. Um, so that, those are my biggest obstacles. And how I overcame it was, once I got hold of getting leads and learning how to foster relationships with strangers in the real estate side, it right. revolutionized how I can really gain clients and move forward. Um, and the social media part and being visible, um, I just had to get over it, right? I played sports in school. I've been like Mr. Senior. I'm in a fraternity. So I've been in the spotlight, but it was like, it's on me to put myself out there. So now, as you may know, follow me on Instagram. I'll put more information yeah. out there, put more stories. And we got to connect too, um, even on that yeah. piece. But so social media and, and definitely getting clients was a big, I guess, shift because it's not just going to come to you like a regular job. You got to go get it. And once I learned that, um, it changed how I could do things in real estate. Yeah, perfect, perfect. Now, you hit it on the spot. Even before we started the podcast, and I know for the listeners, you're going to be itching to hear what I got to say, but uh, we had talked about something private because I'm, I'm as much as I'm online, I'm online and I'm online every day and I'm online everywhere. There's still things that I choose not to share. And I think that, um, you know, as business people, we should be, you know, intentional with what we post and make sure that it's connecting um, because, you know, it's 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 OK to talk about everything, but not everywhere. <laughs> and you have to be yeah, you got to be aware also that, you know, the people that are following us online, they're not always, um, you know, friends right out of the gate. Sometimes they're just learning to see who you are and what you can provide for them. So they they might not be ready for that piece of the journey. So I, I totally get it. I totally get it. Um, yep. So the, the other word that popped up uh, a couple of times too was multiple streams of income. So you were very transparent. And I think, thank you for that about, Hey, starting real estate, because one of the things that was going to provide for you outside of the community building and, you know, just grinding was, Hey, it's just more money. Right. Um, so when you think about that and you also think about your other multiple streams of income, like how does it balance out? So, um, you know, you're traveling more, you have the, the resume company, how do you just manage your time and what do you have to do? Help us out there, especially for new entrepreneurs. Um, sometimes we will consult with clients and they're like, Hey, I, I got, I got personal, I'm, I'm going to church. I got three kids, right. I'm doing all this. And some of us actually still work nine to fives and have, you know, corporate jobs. Um, you know, what's the one tip that you would give to people that are just trying to manage their time? I would just say don't sleep. I don't sleep don't at sleep. all. Yeah, yeah. But no, I'm just playing. I wouldn't want to. But you really have to. One thing I learned the hard way, um, to be honest with you, is uh, you have to time block, right? So, block. and you have to be okay with saying no. One thing I learned, and this is kind of going back to maybe dating, right? No girl wants the thirsty guy, right? The guy right. that's calm, cool. He got something going on. She's like, all right, let me let me attract to him, but. 
in business in time, right? Most people think when they get started, oh, I got to answer everybody. I got to pick up the phone 24 right. seven. I got to do everything all the time. In reality, you're running a business. If Chick-fil-A is closed on Sunday, you're not getting a Chick-fil-A sandwich, right? right? But guess what? They're still bringing in billions of revenue the other, you know, six days of the week. So one thing I'll tell all new entrepreneurs, yes, you will have to work hard to build your brand or build your business. But keep in mind, too, you're running businesses. And especially if you're doing multiple things like me, you may have a corporate job or multiple streams. You have to time block it. Um, so, for example, just kind of give you a smooth day. You know, I get up at six. I go hit the gym right away. Uh, when I get back, I have like a smoothie or some breakfast. I go check my emails from eight to 10. It's all about real estate, checking up with my clients, looking at new deals, things of that nature. 10 to 12, I'll check on my resumes. 12 o'clock, I'll grab some lunch. And then from one to five, I either plan out personal relationships like I need to do. Hey, let me meet with this person to talk to them about future real estate needs. Uh, right. Let me do some advertising and work on my personal brand. But some days are more hectic than others, and you have to be okay with This is seven days a week. It is an eight to five, Monday through Friday, and you get to chill all weekend. I could have a chill weekend, and my weekend is busier than somebody's nine to five. <laughs> right. Right. So I would just say time blocking. Don't be afraid to be like, no, I can't do this today. Let's link tomorrow. It won't hurt your business. If anything, it'll help because it shows you're doing something. And customers want to be around a business that's thriving, not somebody who's there all the time. I agree with you. You got to stay busy. Um, but you know, staying organized and just having your routine set up. Um, the one thing I'm going to employ you on is the fact that, you know, you wake up in the morning and you know, you already know what you have to get done and it's blocked out. Like you said, time blocking. I use my Google calendar for that a lot. So if it's important to me, I'm putting it on the calendar and that's going to help me use technology to, you know, stay in front of my routines. Um, so I'm going to take a commercial break real quick because we don't talk about diet and exercise at all on this podcast. But uh, one of the things that, yeah, but one of the things that you mentioned was, you know, making sure that you, you're finding time for the gym. Um, as an older black man, I'm, I'm not going to tell you my age, but I'm older than 45, right? And things are starting to catch up to me now. What would you, again, tell anybody that's younger than 40 that they just need to keep up with, uh, you know, in order to, you know, I honestly help their business because you have to be healthy to be wealthy, right? So you're going to have to keep your, your body in check, right? So what are, you know, two or three essential things that you should do for the people that are not, you know, gym rats or anything like that, but what are some things that we can focus on right now to, you know, keep, keep in check? Okay. Uh, man, one thing I'll say, man, I'm a big proponent of staying healthy because to your point, I want to be here to enjoy the wealth that I'm building. Exactly. I don't want to be sick in the bed saying, oh, I got exactly. names in the bank, but I can't go anywhere, right? Yeah. Um, so the one thing I will say, if you're not a gym rat, if you're not a former athlete that just wants to stay in shape like myself, um, I would say just start by walking. Um, I've done so many research on, you know, things you can do that's not strenuous, but will help your heart rate out, will help your blood flow. Right. If you just get up and walk, you know, 10, 15 minutes every day, if you just run a few laps or, you know, anything that's physically moving you every day. Even if you do yoga, I started doing yoga oh, and yeah, it nice. changed, it changed the game. Right. So I would definitely say, even if you're not a huge, um, a huge gym rat, just start walking. Um, and when I was trying to lose, at one point I was a little chubbier than I am now. Um, I started right. walking a lot. Then I started running. And once you see the results, it, it changes everything. It makes you want to be healthier. You feel better. Um, so yeah, I would definitely say walking and just being yeah. active, whether it's yoga, getting outside, something right. like that to start you off. Yeah, now that's a that's a good one, especially in this new, you know, post-pandemic world that we live in. A lot of people got used to just being at their desk in front of computers all day. And um, it seems as though people have forgotten what outside looks like. <laughs> so you're right, just get right. getting up, moving around, staying, getting more active, less sedentary. 
walking uh, definitely helping. So as we wind down, right, you know, we've been talking to a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of small business owners, a lot of solopreneurs, people that are running their business online, but you're also helping people um, optimize and maximize their resume. So these are people that, you know, still work, they're still in the workforce. So tell me, you know, who's an ideal candidate for somebody that needs their resume just, you know, again, optimized? You know me, I'm, I'm similar to you at a younger age. So if you are in college to 85, if you're still working, I can help right. you out. And the reason I say that, because even being a recruiter on the corporate side, I've helped students in Emerging right. 100. I do resume workshops for college students looking to get internships. But I've also helped VPs, uh, CHROs. I've helped uh, the everyday professional who's looking to get that next promotion. Um, so anybody who's looking to start a career literally from out of college, if you're deep in your career in, in leadership, I can help you optimize to get to that next position, that promotion, or just get to a different company. Love it. Love it. And final question of the night uh, before we wrap up. You've been traveling a lot, too. I see the whole uh, you have a whole brand sur surrounded or, uh, you know, focused on, you know, being locked up and, and traveling. So what has traveling taught you? Um, you're doing the resumes. You're helping your community. You're helping people find homes and, and making their lives better. Uh, how do we circle all this or tie this all back to traveling? question traveling is what started it all to be honest um my figure uh, my, i'm gonna say yeah my first time uh out of the country long distance was to south africa um about right. five years ago and traveling opened my eyes to show there's so many other opportunities and you know honestly as a black man we don't travel a lot right especially outside of the country um so once i got a taste of a different culture how people operate see the different ways you know they live their lifestyles it influenced me to just go harder here in America so I can get out of the country, if that makes sense. Um, and traveling does teach you a lot of discipline and humility because there are a lot of beautiful places in the world where beaches and, and all these great natural resources, but the community right. may be hurting or they may be poor. So you come back to America and you have all these freedoms and capitalistic you know, society things and everything going on. You had, you were winning over here, right? But it just shows that there's so much more out there that will teach us to be better people, different cultures, right. different uh, perspectives. And it really changed my mind. So I'm a lot more humble. I'm a, I have a lot more humility, but it always shows me that, hey, to be able to explore those sides of the world, I got to hustle and, and grow here. So travel is kind of traveling is really like the, the sphere of when I look at my computer every day and I say, man, I don't feel like talking to this client. Right. I don't feel like typing up this resume. But when I get that check, I can fly to Ghana. I can fly to Europe. So we're going to grind and get it done. So travel is really like my big, I guess, motivation because I love, you know, being out of the country. Phil, I love it. You're doing a lot. You're helping the community, giving back your time, helping families get into new homes, helping families sell homes that need to be sold to level up. Um, you're staying physically healthy. You're traveling. You're doing it all. And I want you to, I want you to know that I, I appreciate you just taking the time out of your time block today. <laughs> well, like this was time block, six to seven. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. But still taking time out. You know, I, I look at it as, you know, something that I'm always grateful for because people are busy. Um, but if there's anything or any place where people could reach out to you for any one of these things, if they just wanted more help, if they wanted mentorship, they're looking for a home, if they're, again, emerging talent and they just need help as a young man and just want somebody to talk to, maybe they want to tap in. What's the best one place or one location or even I said one, but it could be more. But how should they get in touch with you? 
um, I would definitely say go to my Instagram page, the Philip Bridges. I keep it simple. Um, that is my business page. Um, I also okay. have a personal page, Locked and Traveled. Um, and those are going to be the best ways on my real estate page. I have my phone number, my email, and I'm always active on there. So even if you shoot me a DM, I'll respond and we can connect. Nice. So um, I'm always available to the people. I appreciate it. People, this has been the Brand Marketing Podcast Show. I appreciate you guys being on. Peace, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, bro. Thanks for listening. The Brand Marketing Podcast is produced by Gladmatch. To get access to more brand marketing tips, visit www.brandmarketingblueprint.com.